0: Hello, I'm Hillary, and it's so nice to be with you again, and today I wanted to share with you how kind and good and rich in mercy our wonderful God is, to each and every one of us. And I wanted to share how kind God has been to me, because if he's been kind to me, he's going to be so very kind to you too, and we can never go far away from him that he cannot reach us. I often hear people say that, oh, I found the Lord my own experience in my life is that I wasn't looking for God he searched and found me and rescued me and lifted me up and there's a scripture, um, there's one passage of scripture that really, inca- I can't say it, encapsulated what God has done for me in my life and that's Ephesians chapter two um, verses one to ten shall we look at that together, and you has he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which time past you walked, according to the power of the prince of the air, the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all had our manner of life in times past, in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we were by nature children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, has made us alive together with Christ, by grace are you saved, and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves; it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. My story really starts in 1977. Uh, well, let's go a little bit farther back than that. When I was a child, my children, my my parents took me to their church. Um, it was one of the, the denominational churches and unfortunately I really did not enjoy it so that when I left home to go and work in London I also left the faith and religion of my parents and I got into um, all sorts of things that really weren't very good for me. One of them was Spiritism and I actually got to the point where I denied the deity of Jesus Christ. I didn't realize how dangerous that was. I said that Jesus was just a good man um, yes, he, he was resurrected from the dead, but so could all of us, um, once we become spiritual enough. And so I was just going around saying Jesus was an ordinary man like the rest of us. Um, is it surprising, actually, that after a while I became really sick? And was sudden onset, it was like one day I, was, I appeared to be perfectly all right, and the next morning I woke up and I had tremendous pain in my shoulders and in my elbows and I thought oh this will wear off but it didn't wear off, it got worse and worse and worse, eventually the pain spread to what felt like every joint in my body. Um, Those of you who suffer from rheumatoid arthritis will know exactly the pain I experienced For those of you who've never experienced, and please, Lord, very few of you will experience it, the only way I could describe it, it's like raging toothache in the joints. And um, you get so tired during the day. The pain is so terrible. I would think, well, just to lie down at nighttime, I will get respite from this. But I didn't. It was far worse. When I laid down, the pain was far worse. The other thing that was really terrible was that, everybody else had gone to bed and um, you were aware that practically the whole world you felt like was sleeping except you i got very very little sleep during this time and i would go downstairs and i would just literally walk up and down i didn't know what to do with my body and i would like to make myself a cup of chocolate but it was exceedingly difficult to get water into the kettle to boil it Um, it was very difficult for me to hold a cup up to myself because Eventually, I had frozen shoulders. Um, My hands were extremely weak. I could barely hold a full cup of tea. I I just kind of had to to do it like that. Um, I couldn't cut up my food. My hands had become so weak. My parents had to cut my food up, and I had to stab it with one hand and kind of shovel it into my mouth. And as for answering the telephone, well, that was totally out of it. Uh, the receiver was far too heavy for me to to hold up to my ear and I felt dreadful you know if you're ill and you're beginning to get better day by day then it seems more tolerable but if like me you're in the position where every day you just got worse and worse and worse and worse I was at my doctor's on a regular basis several times a week and he tried me on anti-inflammatory drugs one of which was Butacode but I always had a side effect to these anti-inflammatory pills. Um, One of them was actually to make me feel so nauseous that even um, in November, which was the peak of my problem, um, I would sit outside um, in the cold, in the damp, trying to to recover from this nausea, and I thought maybe the acute pain was better than this. The pain never really left, and I took painkillers um, every four hours but in fact after two and a half hours the painkillers had begun to wear off and I just remember watching the clock thinking I have got another hour and a half to go before I can take any more painkillers and make my life bearable. Suicide? Yes, I considered it seriously very very often because I could just see myself every single day getting worse and worse and worse and I wanted so desperately to be out of the pain. Now I knew that God existed but I had denied his son I had denied the power of God and I remember as I would just sit and I would sob and cry and I'd say oh God help me oh God help me not actually really expecting any answer at all but you know God hears our cries and he's a God who answers. So one day I went to my doctor, and I really don't blame him. Um, this was uh, in the evening surgery, and I remember sitting in the surgery, and I was the only one left. And I remember going out to the receptionist, and everyone had gone home, and they were about to shut shop. And I was all by my little self with a receptionist. I felt absolutely devastated. And then I thought, well, I'll go to the, the health food shop and see if I can just find something there. As I was coming out of the shop, I bumped into a friend who I used to work with when I was a medical secretary in a hospital in Oxford. And she asked me what she wouldn't think is a world-shattering question. She said, where are you working now? And do you know that opened everything? And I said, oh, Jeannie, I can't work. I'm in agony, I'm in pain all day. I'm so disabled. I I couldn't type on a typewriter, I, I just can't work. And I explained it all to her and she said to me the most amazing thing that I've ever heard she said you know I've had cervical spondylosis and God healed me from that and he'll heal you too and you know English people yes we can be so polite and I just nod yes 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 and I was thinking young cows can fly too and she said there's an evangelist who has a healing ministry called Fred Smith He's going to have a healing um, crusade in about three weeks' time. Will you come? And I just said yes, and um, walked off, and I totally forgot about it. Anyway, she arrived, Julie, on the first night of this crusade and wanted me to go with her. The amazing thing is, and I didn't understand myself at the time, I thought, I do not want to go with this woman. I do not want to go to this meeting in some town hall. I want nothing to do with Christianity. I am not going. She was very polite and said goodbye um, and she said I'll come for you tomorrow. Well the next day I'd had a particularly bad time with pain and you know what can happen is you pop the pain pills and you lose track of how much you've taken. Well that happened to me on that day and I had actually overdosed and I remember lying on the city in the evening and it was like my voice sounded as though it was about two miles away. Everybody sounded very far away. And there was a ring on the doorbell and I heard voices in the hall. And I thought I recognized Jeannie's voice. My father came in and he said, um, Jeannie's come to take you to the town hall. And I said, I can't, I can't even sit up, I can't stand up. And so he went out and relayed this to her and he came back again and she had said to him, oh, we're call an ambulance, we'll get her there and um, he came and told me and I said look get that crazy fanatical woman out of this house I am not going please just get rid of her. I want to show you how God, good God is. If I'd been God, if I'd been Genie, I'd have thought okay that's your choice you get on with it but she came back the third night she had asked everyone at the town hall to pray for me and when she arrived she was very firm. She said, you are coming with me to the town hall now. And I was so surprised. I went like a lamb. Not a murmur, not a protest. I couldn't understand myself. And it was pouring with rain. She got me in the car. We had a long way to walk to get from the car to, um, to the place. And I could tell you this is painful when you've got pain in your joints, in your knees, in your feet, just everywhere. We got to the town hall, I had to be helped up all the steps. And when I got there, was I thrilled, was I excited to be there? No, I was not. Uh, She sat me down, and I remember looking at the keyboardist's keyboard, and it said, smile, Jesus loves you. I had no idea why I was so offended, but it was like a red rag to a bull. I was simply furious, and I wanted to leave. Uh, fortunately Jeannie had blocked my exit and I was far too ill to climb over her so I had to stay where I was and they started playing choruses and isn't it amazing how arrogant we can be but God but God was merciful and kind and patient with me when I was absolutely horrid and they sang their songs and I thought this is so soppy I cannot believe I am here, I do not want to stay. Then the evangelist um, came to speak, and I now under—I understood later that Fred had never spoken um, against spiritism before in any of his talks or ever afterwards, it was only on that one night, and he spoke against spiritism. I was simply furious, I was so offended, I actually closed my ears, I did not want to listen to this man anymore and I want to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit even if someone has sat there and they've closed their ears because he got to the point where he asked people to come forward and give their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ and I remember the overwhelming feeling was if I don't go forward now I'm going to die you don't die like that from rheumatoid arthritis but I felt if I didn't, I wouldn't live. I didn't understand about spiritual death and being separated from God. And so I responded. I would love to tell you that I responded by saying, ah, oh, Jesus, thank you so much for all that you have done for me. No, when I went forward, I was thinking, I hope there's nobody here I can see me. I remember putting my hand up just in case anybody recognizes me But God, but God opened his arms wide and accepted me in that horrible, awful state because I'd made one faltering little step towards him. You know the story of the the prodigal son um, and the father, and he saw his son a long way away, and he rushed to meet him, and that's what God did for me. And that's what he will do for you. If you feel that you've wandered far away from God, he's standing there with his arms open wide, longing to embrace you. You only have to take one faltering little step. You don't have to get yourself right because he's the one that will get you right. And I received the Lord as my Lord and Savior. Then we went back to our seats and then Fred spoke a little bit more he told some testimonies of how people were healed and then he asked us to come forward to receive healing when I was in the healing line nothing in my experience ever prepared me for what I saw witnessed and experienced for myself I had never experienced the power of God in my life but I was about to so I was standing in line there was a little lady who was in front of me and I remember I'd seen her face and she looked so drawn and so worried, very pale. I thought she was a very sick lady and she was in front of me and when the evangelist laid hands on her in the name of Jesus, she kind of floated backwards onto the floor. The thing I noticed was as she was lying there, I was absolutely fascinated. Her face had totally changed. She had lost about 20 years, she looked 20 years younger, she had rosy cheeks, and she was utterly and totally relaxed. And I thought, ooh, that looks nice, but I'm not going down because I've got my best clothes on, and this is a dirty floor, so that's not going to happen to me. Anyway, it was my turn. And there was something utterly and totally different to Fred and all the doctors that I had been to. And I'm not blaming doctors. They have so many patients to see. And for me, it was rather like, well, tell me your symptoms and uh, the next two minutes and we'll write them down. Whereas when I went to Fred, he looked into my eyes and I think that's the very first time I ever saw God in somebody's eyes. And he said, God has saved your soul. He will heal your body. And do you know, I actually believed him. And he put his hands on the top of my head and he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command the spirit of arthritis to leave this body. And I felt the pain increase a thousandfold so bad, I wanted to scream. And then suddenly, I felt through the top of my head, I felt this power go into the top of my head and it was warm and gentle and loving and kind and exceedingly powerful and it went, I felt it, go through my head, my neck, my shoulders my arms, the trunk of my body and as it went it was pushing the pain out and it was quite, went quite slowly I think when it got to my knees. I just remember floating backwards. Do you know I didn't care whether there was anyone there to catch me or not. I remember floating backwards. And when I lay on the ground, I felt this power, which I didn't know was the power of God, rushing up and down me, up and down, up and down, all over my body. And then Fred helped me to my feet. And he said, now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, raise your arms. And it's like a voice in my head said, you can't raise your arms. You've had your arms locked for months and months. But as I began to do what he told me to do, I realized that they were as light as a feather. And I had total and complete mobility. And I've never lost it. And that's 30 years ago the pain went, the disability went, I felt like I had a totally new body. That's the goodness and the mercy of God. And you know, it's not just for me. Subsequently, I would travel around with Fred and and his team um, from sometimes village to village, city to city. And I just wanted to share with you Uh, One or two of the testimonies are things that I actually saw with my own eyes. I remember one incident that absolutely really stands out in my mind. This dear lady, um, we had gotten there early and we were just sitting in the back and we were praying. And the doors opened and this darling lady who had calipers on both legs, she had um, elbow length crutches and she had two people either side and she was struggling forward, painfully so, and they wanted to get her to the front so that she would be close to the evangelist. It took her ages to get to the front seat. Well, uh, you know, as the service progressed uh, and Fred asked people to come forward to be prayed for, she was one of the first, and I was standing right by Fred as he laid his hands on this dear woman. He prayed a very simple prayer. He commanded the spirit of arthritis to leave her, and he asked for the healing power of God to go into her body from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. And he said, there you are, my dear, off you go. And you know, she didn't look a bit better. She hobbled back to her seat. um, And then, sorry, no, she went to the back of the hall. I think she was just gonna leave. And he went on praying for other people and I thought well that one didn't work, did it? Suddenly we heard yahoo at the back and everything stopped. We looked at the back of the hall, this lady had taken her calipers off, she had thrown her crutches away, no one was holding on to her and she was jumping and leaping and laughing and shouting praise to God because she had been totally healed from the top of the head to the soles of her feet. But do you know that healing had manifested on her way back as she was about to leave the hall. That healing manifested. So if there's a delay when someone's prayed for you, don't give up, the healing power of God has already gone into your body, it has been dispensed um, through through the touch of whoever's prayed for you. And then um, there was another um, testimony which actually Fred told us about, and this young girl She had a brain tumor, and she had been rushed into the hospital, she was about six years old, and she was dying in the Ratcliffe Infirmary. And an uncle had asked Fred to go and see her. Um, And the nurse had uh, withstood him very fiercely because she was protecting her patient and didn't want the patient disturbed. Anyway, uh, the relative said, look, I want him to go in and he will go in. And so he just laid hands on this little girl And he commanded the tumor to shrivel and the power of God to go into her body. And he walked off and she looked none the better. Next day he had a phone call from the uncle. The little girl sat up, was totally healed, and was discharged. And actually a similar thing happened to me. Someone asked me to go and pray for this dear girl who'd had three heart surgeries. And she was 21, 22 years old. Um, And she had been given a 50, 50% chance of living but they were really expecting her to die after this surgery that she had. They did not expect her to recover. Anyway, her mother recognized me and persuaded the nurse to allow me to go into the intensive care unit. And when I went in there, this dear girl, I mean, she did look dead. She had tubes everywhere. She was as white as a sheet. She looked so ill. She had a nurse sitting at the foot of her bed, monitoring all these machines who would not move. Anyway. The closest I could really get to her was actually to hold her toe. And I prayed silently inside because I was not wanted, I just was not wanted in there at all. And so I touched her feet and inside myself I commanded the spirit of death to leave her and the power the healing power of God to go into her. And do you know, she didn't look any different. And I went home, fortunately I didn't say anything negative. Do you know I had a phone call that evening She was sitting up in bed asking for food, and she had said to the nurse, Now I know that God heals. You see, God is still healing. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And healing is for you. Jesus said healing is the children's bread. And so whatever situation you are in, whatever pain you are experiencing, God is your healer Jesus Christ died on the cross he paid the price for us it says that surely he himself has borne and it says our griefs and our sorrows but when you study out the Hebrew it literally means he has borne our sicknesses he has borne our pains um, he's borne our diseases At the cross there was a tremendous exchange. Jesus has paid the price for your healing and it is God's will for you to be well. Just like it was God's will for me to be well. You don't have to be good enough. You don't have to have read your Bible long enough, prayed long enough. Now that is good and that is wonderful and that sets you in good stead. But if you were in the situation like me where I'd only used the Lord's name as a curse word, a swear word, and I'd walked away from God, God is there for you. God has his arms open. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, as I stretch out my hands towards these dear ones who are listening to my voice and looking. I ask that your healing power go right through their bodies now. I take authority over every bondage that is holding them fast and tormenting them. I command it to leave in the mighty name of Jesus and I loose the healing power of God into your body from the top of your head to the tips of your toes in Jesus' name. Amen. Do get in touch with us and let us know what God has and is doing for you. What he's done for me, he will do for you. Amen. God bless you.